0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Great. So, uh, it's such a busy time now. I just got back from um, the Mm. Connecticut State this weekend. Oh, yes. Yes. How was was it? It It was good. It was very good. It was uh, not really a Mm. sparring event. It was Pumse mostly. Pumse,
0: right? Connecticut is like 90% Pumse. Yeah,
1: it was at least 75% of the athletes were Pumse. Sparring was done by 2 o'clock.
0: Oh really?
1: <laughs> yeah, and we left freestyle Pumse, um, wow. judging till maybe nine, mm. nine o'clock. So. Wow, yeah, yeah different, wow. big difference. Louder, wow. So yeah,
0: over there's big Pumse state. So.
1: Yeah, so mm-hmm. um, all right, so we're, I want to work on um trying to like get a little more organized in terms of trying mm-hmm. to get the cover story done. So mm-hmm. so tell me a little bit. Because I don't know enough about your your history. I know you have the school right here by me. I know you have yeah. the this, this school in Astoria. I know a little bit about your mm. competitive background. But how did mm. you uh, how did you get involved in Taekwondo?
0: Okay, so uh, basically, you know, I was born in Korea. Uh, when I was uh, first grade, right, so about seven eight years old, uh, I moved to Brazil. Uh, my father had us opened up a school in Brazil. So my family it was a Taekwondo family. My, my grandparents and uh, you know, before Korean, you know, before the, the Korean War. Sure. So my grand my grandfather was involved in that, and then uh, and then my dad he was up like seventh time when he opened up a school in uh, in Brazil, São Paulo, Brazil. It's like, uh, it's like a big city over there, and then uh, you know, basically I learned from him, uh, and then but also. When we were in Brazil, our school was a very, uh, you know, this was uh, right before Olympics, okay? So it was like, you know, early, mid eighties. So it was right before Olympics. So they had a big uh, competitions all the time. And then uh few of the uh, national team members from Brazil was from my, my father's school. So, you know, that I grew up watching those things, you know, and then I helped him mom when I was young. So So we moved to Brooklyn. I think when I was uh probably sixth, seventh grade, probably sixth, seventh grade, like the seventh, 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 yeah, seventh, seventh to eighth grade, like that, middle school. Uh, and then um uh you know that's when I moved, that's, that's when we moved to US.
1: And then I stay here since from you know, from then, you know. Uh today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your online sportsbook expert. I want you to go over to Bet Online if you have not done that. And uh, I want you to open your account and get your welcome bonus with the code Believe. That's B L E A V, just like the Believe Network. You get that code and you'll get a fifty percent welcome uh, bonus deposit. So head over to Bet Online today. You know the Super Bowl and football is over, uh, but you got hoops and basketball and all sorts of college events and uh, professional fighting and all sorts of things that you can uh, rely on and bet on and. Interesting things. Uh, award season is coming up, and you can even bet on that stuff from Bet Online. So, go over to BetOnline.ag, enter your code Believe, and open your account today. Uh, and then
0: we learned. Uh, I went to actually, I went to an ITF school because we, I did, before that I didn't know what ITF existed. Sure. existed right? Sure. Yeah. So, so my grandmaster was Grandmaster Chongtai Li, but uh, he, 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 he no, he's retired now. And um, yeah, actually, I learned. I was like, it was totally different. I, different. I, so I thought I thought it was just this was American Taekwondo. I said, like, okay, we have to do that. I was <laughs> young. I didn't know anything. Sure. And then, so my grandma was 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 before One. so they didn't even have like Kunze or anything like that or Parge before. Uh, they do like Chanji, dangun, dosan like that. Those are the ITF forms. And then I I was there. I got up to like probably around second done, You know. Their ITF style, and then I did some competitions there too. Uh, it's different. They do by, uh, you know, they wear gloves and no, sure. no chess chest guard. They wear the shoe, the puffy shoes, almost like karate in a way. So we did the actually that school. We had uh, quite a few good good fighters, right? So some of them are very like top notch. And then uh, to a point that when we went to so ITF their own tournaments, they go to like a mixed tournament back then. Uh, they had a what guy's name? A uh, grandmaster just passed away. He used to do it like a Madison Square Garden. Uh, for guy's name? Just passed uh, away.
1: Not Grandmaster Kang.
0: No, not that, not that one. That's a while but He's he's a huge guy. He's even his first tournament. He had like Bruce Lee there. Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris. Oh, okay, wow.
1: There.
0: Yeah, that's how back like famous tournament was. I forgot Chung Maybe I'm not sure about. It. I have to look into that. But uh, yeah, we used to like compete. Those kind of tournaments are very open. They have karate, they have kung fu. They have all those uh, striking, uh, you know, shoulder, different type of karate, different taekwondo there. But not WTF style, just ITF style. They used to compete there. Uh, we do well. Uh, we, just, we used we do so well that uh, we, the taekwondo, and, and before used to be karate, kung fu, and taekwondo used to go together. And then they get the grand champion over there. But uh, after a few years, we used to win all the time. So they put all the Taekwondo separately. Okay, All your Taekwondo, <laughs> you guys go over there and say, oh, what happened? You know, the the karate, guy, karate kung fu guys are complaining, you know? So, yeah, so we so that was fun and we did that. And then after I realized I like, got a little older, I was like, hey, this is not what, I, you know, this is not Olympic style. So I just, I moved and looked for schools in, um, in my area. I was living in Flushing, so Flushing Bayside. And then I moved to, uh, I went to master, uh, Grandmaster Kyung Choi. Okay, Kyung Choi. Uh, He was his, his, he was friends with the uh, uh, Master Park, right? So yeah, so we, I went there there, and his school was pretty good. Oh, everybody, there are a lot of uh, national champions there, national team members in the school. So, so I went there, so I trained there for a few years and then I went to college. Uh, we went to college. Uh, I went to college in Florida I went oh, okay. to, to become, yeah, to become a pilot in Daytona Beach. Okay, so uh, actually, we opened the first Taekwondo uh, club at that school. It's called the uh, embry Aeronautical University, or ERAU. is a very uh, they call it like the Harvard of aviation because the whole whole school is huge, but it's they they focus only on aviation and. Aerospace right. And right there so so everything they do is flight you know maintenance aerospace engineering uh and it's huge and then i think about 20 30 percent of pilots in the u.s graduated from that school
1: right you told and me uh, i think you you were looking to be a pilot right you were interested yeah. in yeah
0: mm-hmm. so yeah that was that and then but by, by, by the time i was graduating that's when um it took me a while to graduate because it was a very expensive school so i couldn't go full time so i was doing like two, three part-time jobs, uh, you know, as a young college student, you know, whatever I could get. And then uh finally when it was time to graduate, uh 9-11 happened. Oh wow. So so there was no jobs left for pilots at all. So those guys, so I, you know, I spent a lot of money, it was in huge loans, so you know. Um, so uh, after that, uh, you know, I came back to New York. I worked in the import-export and, uh, in the JFK area. But at the same time, I was still doing the Taekwondo. So I made, you know, so, uh, going back, uh, the Taekwondo club that I made with my uh, some of the Korean guys over there, they still have it. You know, they still have it at the school. So it's still going on. Uh, so then I, I and then when I was in Florida, I was still working as an instructor and also competing. Um, you know, like those local state championships like that. And then I was, uh, we had our team and we used to go to the Florida state. Florida is a big, taekwondo, you know, state, Sure. You know? so there's always going something going on. So yeah. Last yeah. week I think
1: was the the true score in Miami was, uh, two, yeah. weeks, two weeks ago.
0: Yeah. The Florida, they love is Taekwondo over there. It's big. And they got, you know, Juan Moreno is there too. So he used to have camps over there. Um, but anyway so that that was basically it and then we i moved back to to uh um, uh to new york okay so i and I, I got like jobs and then uh i saved enough money to open up my school about uh, 16 17 years ago my first school in, in valley stream okay uh yes and then then going so i started teaching you know everything was brand new i didn't know anything about business part of it. The only, sure. only thing I knew because I was too young when my parents were running in, uh, you know, so I was only teaching them very strong, not like a nice, like we do these days. <laughs> yeah. So my school didn't grow. Everybody was good. Everybody was top-notch, was good. You go to tournaments, you win everything. Everybody's like, oh, your, your kids are awesome, whatever. But my my students don't grow because everybody, I was so tough on them, they quit. You know, almost a kid, sure. the, you know. So I didn't learn them until like, probably like, five, five, five years into the business, you know? So then I realized, and I went to, I met a lot of masters. Uh, I met a, a lot of business people. Then show me how to run the school properly, you know, like a business, not a, not a, like a fight camp, you know? <laughs> right.
1: All right, right. It's a different so, uh, mentality. It's a little different. Mentality. Yeah, totally different. So,
0: yeah. So I learned how to do that. So now I started running school, uh, half and half. So like, you know, half, Like uh, like business wise, and half, like uh, you know, real taekwondo, I call it, or competition wise, right? And then that's how we start growing. Right now, right now we we probably like ninety nine percent business, one percent competition, right? Sure. Before that's how we started, and then um, I started getting involved. I started going to nationals. uh, Um, you know. uh, and then some of our students start winning. Uh, you know, a couple of them like you know at, at there was a dragon youth like that. And then they grew up to become juniors and seniors like that. So we did pretty well. Uh, I had a couple of kids who made it to the national team in their junior. Um and then uh, you know, I think last time I was in national it was pre-COVID, I think it was 2018. Uh, you know, I have uh, my instructor or one of my instructor now, but uh, uh, one of the students that won the gold medal there too. Uh, he was the only one from the East Coast that won medal, gold medal uh, at the Nationals. And so it was pretty good, pretty good. Uh, and then before that, we had uh, Brandon, which is in Jamaica team right now. He won the U.S. Nationals and then he competed at the uh, Pan Am Championship or Pan Am, the Pan Am, yeah, Junior Pan Am Championship that was in Costa Rica. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, so uh, uh, you know, then I, as my kids got better, and I had a good team. You know, I have um, my instructor right now, Kyu in uh, in uh, Valley Stream. He's he's older now. He's gonna probably uh, I'm gonna make him retire next year. But uh, when he started, you know, he went to the uh, you know, I mean, he was talented. But I started. Uh, he came as a black belt, but um, and worked for me. And then, but I trained him together, and then I like, can hear. He made it to the seniors G medalist. So back then uh if you medal, you get invited seniors only, right? You get invited to the team trials. Right. Yeah. So for the 2017 World Championship. Was it yeah, I think it was 2017 World Championship. So I wanted to do the team, or was it before I forgot? But uh yeah, he made it to team trials. Oh, uh, he. You know, he was doing very well. Just Unfortunately, he had a shoulder injury. So he could probably, he couldn't, couldn't do well on the team trials. He was doing really well. But uh, yeah, so, you know, so my school was like, and then I was focusing a lot on the sparring part. And then, and I spent a lot of time on it. Uh, what else uh, I could tell you is, uh, yeah. So, and then, uh, so, as you know, the competition Taekwondo is not good for business, you know? Sure. So, uh so I made my training. start uh, started 9 p.m.
1: For the competition team.
0: Uh, yeah. Because that's the only time that I don't, uh, it's free for me because up to 9 p.m. you have regular classes. Right. And uh, yeah, my school is tiny. And then sometimes I sometimes have to run six classes. I have a lot of students. So most of the schools, they run four classes. I have to run six, seven classes, including that's including the competition team. So I uh, have to like divide. So that was the only way. Uh, that I could do it because the competition team, we have to train minimum hour and a half or two hours. And then there's too much of a big chunk in order to to do it. And the same time have a business that could support my family and, you know,
1: sure. everything.
0: So that's what we did. And surprisingly, because I thought nobody's going to come. Okay. Because this was like, you know, if th- my thought was if they really want to do it and they're committed, they will show up that night, you know, because they kids, they're high school kids. And then uh, they have to the wake up early in the morning for school. Plus, uh, you know, they got homework and everything. You know, the school sure. work and everything. So, but uh, yeah, those kids uh, managed to, what's that? Uh, to come actually almost every day. You know, the ninety percent of the times they're there uh, all the time. We train hard, and uh, they and they all all of them went to Ivy League schools. All of them, all those guys, they train. So they, it wasn't the training itself. See, they because of that, they don't have any other time besides taekwondo at school. School taekwondo, that's it. So they don't have any other activities between them. So I guess my, my thought that they helped them to do better at school because they have to be more organized, you know, they have to sure. really uh work with their time, you know. So so you know, time management for them, those kids they did great. So although my black belts in my team, they went to like Princeton, you know, like those kind of uh, top-notch schools. Everybody's kind of, you know, went to Boston and, like, those, uh, uh, you know, good schools. So I'm, I'm very pleased, pleased with that. But but uh, going back, you know, doing the training, uh, you know, we did very well locally, easy, nationally, not that hard. And then even we used to compete uh, internationally as well. Okay, so and then uh, now I tell how I got involved with, with the Jamaican team. Uh, Brandon was uh, one of his parents are Jamaican, so he was the U.S. national team. Uh, and then um, uh, I think one of the Jamaican uh, person, like a pre- members, right from the association, he was he, he, he approached us and asked us if you want to fight for Jamaica instead of USA. And uh so basically that's so what we uh we agreed to do because you know in the USA, you know, a lot of politics. Sure. Also uh uh you know it's a lot. And then um then we have to do team trials every day, every time, and every year we have to do a team trial. It's a lot of work, especially for kids. So so we uh, they got we got approach we agreed to do with them. Uh but Nothing changed, you know. The only thing is, you know, we still doing same thing. I'm still coaching the same kid. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. So it, it's still. I I was just still coaching Jamaica and my kids from my school or the USA kids, and um, you know, nothing changes. Just that when you go to tournaments, sometimes I coach for Jamaica and then others are my kids. They're not a the US team, but they're still fighting for USA for US. So yeah. So I still coach them like that. So we did really good. Top point uh Brandon. He was doing really well when he was a junior. You know, every open tournaments used to get gold medal back to back. You know, non stop. And then I was basically very dominant in the his category. Uh, so uh, we did that, and then we had a chance to go to Pan American Games uh, in Peru. Uh, we did well. The funny thing was uh, when Brenda made it to. The U.S. team, he fought uh CJ.
1: Okay. CJ. U.S. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, so we beat him. We beat him, and then he made CJ didn't make it to the team, and he made it. Oh wow! Yeah, And so we had like big thing going, and then um, and then uh, I guess uh, when we went to Penang Games, you know, our first match was CJ.
1: <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it's a yeah, small, ended- small community. Yeah.
0: To my community. it's like out of all the all the countries, we get U.S. first match. I don't know if somebody pulled some string to make it like that, <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, you know. So we know. didn't. Yeah, so match was pretty close. You know, it's pretty close, but we didn't get the W, the win. But it was uh, it was was well, was nice, you know. But it was, we we are very good close friends, CJ and those all those guys. I grew up watching them grow, you know, from the you know right, Thailand. Right, right. So yeah. So all those guys every time we go to tournaments, I uh, you know, I say you know the coaches of course, you know, we 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 see them for so long and we see the kids grow up so long. So so we did that. So anyway, so we we actually fought CJ and then we lost but it was it was fun, it was a tight match it was very exciting. And then uh that was our Pan Am experience basically. Yeah and then after that uh, we have some, right now, we have some struggles with the senior division, uh, especially with the uh, rule change and all the, you know, uh, Dado messing up and everywhere you go. It's crazy, sure. You know? Yeah. So, so anyway, so that, that was, that was uh, basically, you know, and then we uh, just past past month as a two months. We went to the Pan American, the junior Pan Am games. We went there. So basically, the after that, we just took with the Jamaican team. They've been very supportive, you know. They, uh, it's a small country, and then the people are they're really nice, they're really nice. And then they have a strong taekwondo.
1: Really, a lot of taekwondo interest in Jamaica.
0: They do, but uh, they're very small, and then they have uh, they do have a lot of interest, but just don't have people to train them.
1: You know, gotcha.
0: And then people, you know, and then they have to, you know, let's say you have to bring a coach. It's, you need, it's hard to do that. I think they, I think One is uh, sending somebody, uh, someone, some master this, this this year or next. Right. And just send the thing. And Part that their, one is uh, funded. Yeah. Their, yeah, as, far, their
1: uh, international masters uh, program. Yeah, the
0: program thing. Yeah. So uh, hopefully they'll grow.
1: You know, this uh, program, we are very connected to athletes and athletes health and tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, our new sponsor, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. And get started today. I already have mine on the way. I'm very excited about it. I take vitamins every day, and I'm going to replace them with this. These statements about the uh, Athletic Greens, you know, they have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and the products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, I want you to take ownership of your health. Right. That one is funded. uh, yeah, they're yeah, their, uh, international masters. Uh, program. Yeah, the program
0: thing. Yeah, so uh, hopefully they'll grow. But uh, you know, uh, uh, we we are in New York, so we just train them here. And uh, but funny thing, you know, there's a lot of Jamaicans at my school, and they but Jamaican people, they're very quiet, especially people. They're like quote unquote more educated, right? Uh, they're very quiet. You know, isn't that? But we, when we think about Jamaica, like you know, the 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 dance reggae, you know, right. like those guys. Yeah, that's what we know. But it's completely different. Those are they have that crew, but the most of the kids, even when I go to like the Pan Am Games, the Junior Pan Am Games, I talk to them. Very very quiet, very quiet. They they always sitting down reading. I was like, even the teenagers, you know, like our teenagers, are wild. They hang out like they're so quiet. I was like, dudes, you guys are teenagers, man. They, they hang <laughs> out or do something. You know and they're like shy to take pictures and like put right. the point i was like that's so weird you know because when i think of jamaican people they're like always oh, loud they want to right, like right. party like that you know right right yeah so those are the guests people that get the attention from like the media and all that but sure but actually the kids are very quiet They, they those people especially kids on uh sports high level sports they're very focused on their their thing they're very talented in a way just they don't have the proper uh or they cannot afford I don't know if they get proper coaching you know, right. proper system that uh they could kind of next take it to the next level okay so um yeah so right actually jamaica right i spoke uh last time i went to penn and game junior the president of uh jamaica olympia association was there and then you know, we, we were talking and he wants to because their traffic track and field uh program is excellent. You know, we'll send more and everything. So they made a lot of money. Also, they have a great program. They have the, the pipeline is perfect for them. They will medal, break records all the time, you know? So now they're looking for other than that, you know, I think they want to try smaller sports, right? Yeah. So uh, I think we, we had an interview and then they chose, uh, Taekwondo as one of them now. That's great. So they, yeah. So they're going to start, uh, supporting us more because uh, always the reason they support us, you know, but not enough. You know, it's hard for us just to go to like one of those uh, European trips. You know, I think like, the flights for sure competition fee and the hotels is very expensive. Sure, and plus I have to miss, I have to close my school down sure for a few days, and then I have to, of course, I'm not really close with my instructors in there, but it still, it's different from. Uh, uh, owner being there and then, yeah, and then uh, plus if you have two schools, it's double the headache, you
1: know. <laughs> sure, of course.
0: Yeah, so that was that. But uh, right now, I got I heard good news. Uh, we had the um, uh, Jamaica is gonna give us a full, full, full ride. Basically, whatever we do, uh, they're gonna uh, sponsor us. That's great. Um, yeah, and uh, until the Paris qualifiers, uh, the you know, so so when we qualify to Paris, then. Then it was to give us another one to you know to, to go LA beyond Olympics like yeah to go beyond so we'll see how that happens.
1: So that's a great so um. The, so, mm-hmm. so for my own so in uh, Tokyo did was Jamaica represented or no they weren't represented no they, they no weren't. so Jama- so we went to
0: we, we did the uh, Olympic qualifiers. Okay, we, we didn't make it though. It was, it was a tight, tight match too. It's like uh, my experience, you know. I, I mean I learned so much. Like personally. Uh, when I was traveling, these things, you know, and how thankful we should be as an Americans, especially when I was the junior world championship, some of these kids, they're very talented. You can see them working on and kicking us. Right. Like, wow, this, this guy is so good. Like Iranian people, you know, like, uh, maybe like China, uh, you know, just like, uh, very, uh, like Russia, like they're very kind of, kind of communist, very strict countries. Right. But uh yeah, but then I what I noticed is there's a lot of pressure on them to win. A lot of pressure. And sometimes some kids could do it well and then you know get mad but some of them, uh especially like a junior age, they crash on inside the ring they get too nervous. Sure. They get too nervous. Yeah, it's because too much on their shoulder. So I saw that and the, you know, we just go there, you know, just uh, oh I hope you win. you know, you don't win, you're cool. okay, maybe you know, I just you coach the kid. I say, this is what you did wrong. This is what you did right. You know, let's work on this. And let's go back. Boom, done. Well, these guys, they get chewed. You know, like young guys, they get chewed. They get out there. You know, I don't I can understand their language, but you don't know. There's a lot of stake for them. Sure. So uh, I learned that. And then I go as a coach, but a lot of those um, international coaches, this is their only job.
1: Sure. You know, Because a lot of them are funded. I look at uh, China now. China has yeah. so many, so mm-hmm. many masters from Korea. And yeah. they're, they're paying for everything. They're paying for the dojang. They're paying their salary. They're paying the relocation costs. Everything is paid for by the government.
0: Yeah, everything. And then China take on this huge. They treat some of those athletes like NBA stars. You know, right, right. Yeah. So even like when I was in the world championship, you know, me and Brandon would walk to the to the venue. These guys would come in in like a limousine. You know, basically. <laughs> and then uh, they would yes, yeah, totally different. And then I have me, my trainer, and Brandon. They'll have like a personal doctor, personal trainer, masseuse, everything for each each. So there's a lot of stake for them. And then uh, right. they, uh the funny thing, uh, you know, we have each, they actually had China has somebody that looks just like you, just as good as you. But it, his his purpose to be there just to get hit.
1: So he's a nice. human target. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: Bob? You know Bob. Yeah, Bob, yeah, sure, Bob, sure. Only well, it's
1: a, the human version of it.
0: Yeah, he's a human version. That's all his job, just get beat up. <laughs> so I heard, him, I said, Chinese coach head coach is Korean. So I talked to him. I say, what's going on, man? You just beating up the kid. their job, and, but easy. then he's like, yeah, but he's like rank two. So rank one is fighting. So rank two is getting beat up. Wow. So rank two. If rank one loses, the rank two becomes rank one. So he gets his turn to beat him up. <laughs> beat up
1: the next one.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so, so it's like you know you you're so funny, yeah.
1: So now we're in 2022. Mm-hmm. Is that the mm-hmm. um goal right now is to focus on uh qualifying somebody for Jamaica for the Paris Olympics? Is that what you're Yeah, that's, you're, that's the, you're, uh, aside that's from your right your, your business goal, your your mm-hmm. your coaching goal right now is 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 yeah. really dedicated on that.
0: Uh-huh. So this is what happened uh uh Yeah, so going before that, I want to just mention like for the Tokyo Olympics the qualifiers, you know, this is something that only you, somebody inside, like as an athlete or coach could feel, you know. I just want to mention this. When you're sitting down, a standby, right, on on deck to fight, it's the holiest place in the world because <laughs> everybody's praying. You know? Yeah, everybody's <laughs> that's
1: praying. a great point. That's a, that's a great yeah, point. Is,
0: I was like, wow, this is, feels so, you know, everybody's so quiet, you know. Everybody's just, you know, if, if you're playing to all kinds of religion. If you're Buddhist yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. It's Muslim, all yeah. it doesn't matter. you are praying for someone. Whatever and you believe in, eight, right? Yeah. Even if you're 80s, you're still praying, Bring you still know? pray. Right. That's great. So that's like that's so funny. But I wanted to mention that just uh because that's so that's so quiet. And then it's a, it's like a it's like a soldier, really a soldier, right going to war, you know, right? you're gonna go there to die, you know, like that yeah. that moment,
1: you know. Well that's a lifetime very, of a lifetime of training into that one. Yeah that one one yeah, oh, yeah one one time and one you know
0: six minutes right. two minutes round basically and then could decide everything so uh yeah the, that was an experience that uh you know was different you know um and then right now okay I'm going to your question like right now oh my yeah my purpose i i stopped doing the USCT now um uh, so i could focus more on the jamaican team uh And then plus my, my, a lot of my kids, um, you know, they were, they was trained, they grew up, so they went to colleges. So I had a choice to, I'm still training the little guys to bring them up. Sure. So, uh, uh, so I'm just stepping away and having my instructors, help them out a little bit. Um, but uh, right now my, my focus in competition is, is to get, you know, make it to the Paris, okay. Paris Olympics. And um uh, yeah, that's let me so ask him, everything, yeah.
1: Let me ask you more general questions because uh mm-hmm. we we have Paris so close. There's all a mm-hmm. lot of talk. Uh and again, you know, this it's it's hard. Information flows very strangely in Taekwondo, mm-hmm. but uh a yes. lot of talk about rule changes and that there may be yes. some changes change. that, that uh mm-hmm. there might be changes that instead of going by points, it'll be by rounds. Um, mm. best out of three. Yes, yeah. it, mm-hmm. it, do you expect that those things will happen? And if they do happen, yeah, do it, you think they're going to happen before that?
0: Yes. So uh, what I heard, okay, uh, is uh, end of March, April, all the new rules is going to be on World Taekwondo. Okay. It's going to mm-hmm. be exposed to everyone. So in March, they, the, all the referees, they're going to have a meeting to, to clean the, clean the, What's that? The rules. Because there's, there's a lot of lot lot of of there's a lot of rule changes they want to do, but they want it to filter. You can just change the whole thing. Right. But mostly, yeah, they're going to be a lot of rule changes. It's going to be a completely different game. Uh, This time, before, just a tiny change here there, and don't hold for two second, seconds, hold for three seconds like that. But this time, it's going to be a complete change. Something for sure they're going to do by rounds, okay, just like boxing. Uh, first, you know, win the best out of three. So, uh, third round will be like for sudden death, but it won't be like a, not a golden point. It'll be a golden round basically. So, right, whoever right, wins right. the last round is going to win. Um, There's also a lot of rule changes on the... So, each round is going to have a point gap too. Alright, before it was 20 in the second round. Now, what they're trying to do is maybe 12, 12 point gap per round and uh what the what I have right now is not everything's not confirmed yet but uh four four kamjong per round. So if you get four kamjang you'll lose the round right away. And then uh there won't be no grabbing at all. Okay, so no grabbing, only pushing. You know there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them like the but when I, I just did a seminar this past weekend and then we, with another uh, with, uh, Mexican, Master bangers, which is a Mexican coach. I mean, we, uh, we did a little seminar for one, one school in Boston and then we tried to use the new rules. It's going to be very uh, intense. It won't be the Taekwondo that we've seen right now. Like you're standing like that. Because if you stand up, one guy is aggressive, you just stand up and, and block, it, that's come jump for you. So if you don't respond, to an opponent's attack is kamjong. you know. Like uh, some people, you stand lean back a little bit, use the front leg like that. Right, right, right. If you do that, if you do that, you can't win anymore because you are standing there, and I'll, I'll just walk in. You get probably get a kamjong like that. So the full kamjung, you're out. So uh, implementing those rules, uh, the old style has to be done. You know, the old school taekwondo pre London Olympics. Uh, be pre a whole good that kind sure. of style a lot of bouncing, a lot of more dynamic, more power, like that thing is gonna be it's gonna show more, You know, of course, it's still it's gonna have those uh stupid uh, you know, electronic points, right? They, they like that. So, uh, another room is uh, uh, other rules that I like was uh, if the bodies are connecting, you cannot score if the chest can't connect. So, like, I don't know if you see Bradley Sinning from uh, London, great Britain sure. team. He used to do, like, from the clinch, leather, like, a front kick to the back of the head. Right. And he could get everybody. Yeah, and then those three points, he'll do that, like, six times in one round. So, that right. one will be illegal because you you're actually touch, chest guard is touching the opponent. So, uh, it has to be away. So, you have to push the opponent away in order to kick. So, anything that's touching, it's not going to do it. And it, the you know, they, the referee is going to finalize everything, but... Uh, my opinion is uh, the shorter guy is going to have a lot more chance now before the Taekwondo is only for tall and long. Yeah, like yeah, people, yeah. You know? <laughs> right, right,
1: right.
0: Yeah, so shorter guy is going to have a lot of chance uh, for the inside game, uh, That which is good, you know, because then you can have a lot of sh- – there's a lot of short people that are good, but you just can't, can't sure. win with the new rules, right? So you do that. And because of that, a lot of champions going to change too. I
1: think You That's know, like
0: uh, – yeah. And how,
1: what about like coaching? You, I mean, it's dramatic change in coaching style, right? So it it, it requires a, a, yeah. a very, very, you know, not only the fact that you're teaching something different, but that you have to now retrain the athlete's mindset, right? Yeah. It's a very difficult mm-hmm. uh, change.
0: Yeah. So uh, for me, it's not too bad because I, I learned the old school. Right. So what happens i used to even and i hate the new style right even though uh that's not the taekwondo that uh,
1: hold on second, hold man. on you one second we're yeah
0: okay i got it I got it okay it's coming okay. back that's right. Uh, yeah so uh yeah so i was saying so so old style right, has to is uh has to come back so if you train for me, I was always training them in old style because that's the taekwondo that I love, you know, more than dynamic, sure. like, right? And then from there, when I'm coaching, and then uh, some classes, hey, this is how we do it. But I will, we will I will incorporate the new style, right? Because uh, uh, you know, we can win with the old style. So, so my, uh, if I'm training, I train like half old style, half, half the new, whatever the, the modern or the current rules are. I always like that. So for me, it's not too bad. I mean, I, I'm more uh, uh, actually more excited because it's easier for me to train that way. Uh, the current style is very uh, too technical, you know, technical. Sure. And then some of those kicks, I'll never teach my kid to do a, a scorpion kick, a monkey kick right, like right. that, you know. Yeah, this this would just hurt my feelings, you know. I was like, <laughs> that's not like on the you know, and even though they could do that, I'll tell them not to don't do that crap, my tongue Don't do that crap. Don't do that crap. But wait, no, no, no. You don't want to win that way. Okay. That's 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 not good. Right. You don't so want to we, cheat this
1: to cheat. You know, people have learned to cheat the system, you know. Yes. And it's better than it was. 2016 was probably the low point. Mm-hmm. I think it's better now because I think the the settings on the the hogus and things are are don't you know, yeah. uh, and the rules have changed to 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 penalize that. But it, you know, at the beginning it was a free for all of people just trying to figure out ways yeah. to t- touch, tap, and you know, electronic score. So I think that yeah, that was really so, the difficulty.
0: Yeah, it was bad because it made uh, something that you love look ugly. You know, right. So it was it was tough not only for me but a lot of coaches. We just but we had no choice. You know, we had no choice. And other. Other countries, yeah, like I mentioned before, this is their job, you know, this sure. is If they don't produce and they don't win, they don't care how you win. They just want you to win. They're the the organization, right. so they have to figure out on the way to win. Uh, so no choice for them. They just have to, because you know, the top guys are not watching. They just want to see the medal. They want to see the results. Right. So if not, they'll they'll get fired. So. In, in that sense, now I understand because uh, before I was like, why would somebody do that like that? Like, you know, you make my whatever I love look ugly. But you have to understand, they don't have schools like we do. They don't have other jobs like that. It's a full-time Taekwondo coach, not even a master, a coach. So, and then some of them have families and they have to produce or they get fired. So I was like, okay, so I understand. And then, you know, but it's still, but I'm glad that the new rules uh, is going to help to bring the old, little bit of old school back. Uh, like going back, like training wise, yes, for somebody, a new coach, a brand new coach that doesn't know the old school to train the new school is going to be tough in the beginning, very tough, but, uh, but there's a lot of, like, this is 21st century. There's a lot of material out there. YouTube right. is, you just right. click and go and a lot of material before, you know, we have to go to the master. We have to go to the school, get videos, you know, video you know, rewind. Do it again, right. but we, we don't do that anymore. So now we have a lot of material. So they will catch up, they will catch up, but uh, but then the the complete training system is gonna be different. It's more like uh uh training like as a boxer, you know, way right? They gotta have uh not just accuracy, but they gotta have the stamina. They're gonna have short, short explosive stamina, and also at the same time long-term slow holding stamina, so like jogging and also like uh sprinting, they gotta know how to do that. Uh they gotta have a good strong upper body now so they have to hit the weights you know it's gonna uh, because without the upper body you can't you lose in the clinch in the clinching game uh, you know even though there's no clinch you have to able to push the guy to to score and if you don't do that you get scored and if you don't do anything you get jump. you know it's before great. you could just rest yeah you could just rest in clinch right but if you rest and other guys active whoever's re- resting gets come jump automatically so after four, you're done. So you have to have a great, great physical shape. You know, a lot of people, I think they will, they will, they're not going to, that's going to be a surprise for them, doing physical. Even I tried it over, over uh, like uh, this past weekend with some of the kids. Sure. Like, fight With the new rule, guys were dying. They're like, after like the first match, like, like, you know, really got yeah, sure. this guys. Yeah, sure. And these guys, these guys have you know, they've been competing a while. I, it's not gonna be like you know jumping around doing nothing now. You have to fight, you have to be more aggressive, uh you have to kind of like get hit and go in, you know, you know, sometimes instead of like you know try to sneak one in there like that. All right. So so I, I hope you will, will get better. And then the new rules is gonna what I heard probably April have to use it. And by June, everybody has to use it.
1: Wow, so then by na- nationals this year should be under new rule system. That's in- that's going to be that's, tough. That's
0: that's, that's going to be tough because you know how the refs are, right?
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> of course,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, well, gonna- right.
1: It's going to be training. I mean, because it's not just training them; it's mm-hmm. training that the refs to, um, you know, to, to to make that change. So
0: yeah, so uh, yeah, that's probably good. I don't know if USAT is going to change on that, but then that's that's they they gonna they have to do it because. Uh, the Junior and Cadet World Championship is this year, and they have, they're going to use the new rules. Use the new rules. That's like, yeah, that's when everything, by then, everything has to be new rules. So mm-hmm. like, like, so they have April, May, and the Open tournaments, they will adjust a little bit it here and there. And then by June, when they have World Championship for juniors, it's going to be 100%. So every World Taekwondo sanctioned event has to use the new rules. Okay, and then uh, and then we're gonna have the World Championship in November in Mexico, so that's gonna be completely new rules. Uh, you know, they, they they got a lot of stuff coming up. They, they they're gonna also uh, have a professional taekwondo as well, uh, different from uh, Olympic taekwondo. That's coming out end of this year. Um, they are investing a lot on that. So so you never know. Now after the La uh th- Paris Olympics, you might use these new rules, and then they're trying to do the professional taekwondo style one for the LA Olympics. They might use the professional taekwondo rules. You never know. You know that's interesting. So whatever. Yeah. So so taekwondo is is crazy, but um I like something that evolves like that. You know, it's the fastest evolving sport ever. You know, changes like every single day.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, that's a good. That's a great point. It's yeah, it, it really is a great point. What do you see about um I know you're not on the Pumsei side, but do you yes. see I mean Pumsei is growing so so rapidly. Mm-hmm. Do you see that as a future Olympic uh, part where Taekwondo yes. will have uh, sparring mm-hmm. and Pumsei as being Olympic qualified uh, sports?
0: I think uh the freestyle. The freestyle. Freestyle. freestyle has definitely has a good chance to be in, but as you know, uh, the medals are set per Olympic, so taekwondo gets four or whatever, right? So, unless they get more quota like one or two more quarter. like for the past Pan Am games, they had Pumse right, they had Pumse right in Peru. They, I think, that was the first one actually. The first one they actually had uh, uh, Pan Am. but they had a freestyle, they had this because they got a lot of quota. For the medal so they could put everything but i heard next panning games they they may be uh singles and freestyles only like that right they're not gonna have pairs doubles triples whatever i'm not i'm not a punzee guy so i don't know but uh definitely freestyle has a good chance because it's good on the eyes you know absolutely on the eye. absolutely
1: yeah. I, absolutely i judged it in connecticut and mm-hmm. it's still very mm-hmm. young for a lot but From a spectator, it is very it's appealing. It mixes Mm -hmm. both because the qualifications are it's not pure Mm -hmm. demo, right? You have to have taekwondo technique there, but you add the music and the drama, and the Mm -hmm. it's very appealing for people to watch.
0: Yeah, that's that's that's. I think that's in the future probably. uh, We see right now in Chile they're gonna do it, right? So 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 every every sport they like before uh, taekwondo was in the Olympics there was. They were in the Continental Games, like Asian Games, Pan Am Games, European Games. They had a Taekwondo, and then after that, they went to the Olympics. So all depends how they do in the Pan Am Games without any crazy stuff. And then they'll probably, they keep, they're still pushing to get Pumza in there. I think uh, they will, because uh, you saw karate for the Tokyo, they had Pumza there or Jakarta. Yeah, sure. There, but uh, Yeah, so um, I think eventually it will happen. Uh you know, I hope it happens. I think then we get more uh you know exposure. Absolutely as a taekwondo community. Yeah, it's not only like you know, sports taekwondo, so but you can see that uh, martial arts part of it or tradition part of it. So I think that's good.
1: That's great. My name is Mark Sherianas. I look forward to seeing you on the mat. Be safe and I'll see you soon.